All right. Episode 34. Whoa, 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 whoa. I almost spilled everything. Episode 34, Brady? Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> You're overcoming the obstacles, the drama. What do you got over there? Uh, I have a little nectar cold brew smoothie. These are the worst posture chairs ever made. I just want to point that out. I don't think it's me, right? Can you? You have better posture than I do. But I have I, terrible posture, so they're perfect. They, they are super they're, comfy. They're slouchy. But I know, but I think I'm getting fat, and so when I watch us back to like try to get better at this whole podcasting thing, I feel like my belly's getting bigger, and it's showing in these chairs. That's why you always have a layer. <laughs> you got a layer. I've been too hot in this room, man. It's been killing me. Look at this. I can cover the belly too. Like this. Just do like this. Yeah. I haven't worked out in like six months. It's been brutal. It's been 31 years for me. <laughs> I'm like fishing once, twice a week. but That's I just, working out. And, from oh, my experience fishing, oh, I'd say that's working out. Bro, you tapped out after one marlin. You were just done. Yeah, that's all I wanted. <laughs> Your hands like, I could have done you're more. You're like, but I don't know about that. You're like, conserve the, conserve the environment. You're like, my hands are blistering. Well, we were releasing them, homie. <laughs> yeah, but that one, the nose snapped off on one so yeah, that is a good point brady that was why you did, I did it. get some pretty bad blisters <laughs> yeah you were talking about your blisters more tanner was what he was seasick up there just dying yeah your hands were blistered jesse we almost literally lost him we almost yeah. had to do a burial at sea <laughs> such a great trip that was so fun we got june coming up yeah big trip What's the plan? I don't even know. You want to know the plan? Yeah, let's hear the plan. Okay, as of right now, I'm leaning towards Alaska. That would be awesome. I know. I've never done like a fishing trip in Alaska. I would love to go to Alaska. Yeah? Yeah. You like that idea? All right. I have some friends who have done like the cabin. That's what I'm talking about. They have a boat. They have ATVs. I want to get into cards so I can get like, we can play card games. I just don't know. Like poker? Well. (laughs) What do you mean? I was in it more like get into cards. Oh, blackjack poker! I know those. What, what are you talking about? <laughs> I meant like a cool card game. Like I don't know, like Go fish, like war, something more like a group. Card. I don't know, like AC Ducey. That I don't know. That's what I'm talking about. Like games, like that. Those kind of games. Correct. I haven't played that in a while. I don't know them. I lost a lot of money to my mom when I was like a teenager. Oh, the ones I used. To, what's the slap game? The the slap game with cards. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Slapjack. Or speed. Speed, subject, yeah, see. I feel like that's what you do if you go to a cabin in Alaska. Yeah. Is you play, like, card games with people. Or uh, what's the one where everybody closes their eyes and you get murdered? But, they, they're like, one, one, there's, like, a murderer. I don't know if Then I there's go. a priest. Murder? Peter, what's the game? You close your <laughs> eyes. Come on, you know these kinds of things. There's, I, I think there's a robber. Yeah. And then there's a healer. I, and they'll be, like, robber, rise. It's like an app. You put it on the phone and it... Dungeons and Dragons? No, you guys know this <laughs> game, right? I think it's just called, like, Murder or Murder Mystery. It is? Also like Imposter? Called, like, Werewolf. Werewolf! That's what I'm talking there about. That's go. another good game. I've never, never heard that's of what, it. That's what you do at cabins, I feel like. All right. You go up to a cabin in Alaska, desolate area. We gotta have some games we can play. Yeah. But, you think that's a good idea? That's a great idea. Okay. Hell yeah. Well, you ready to talk some marketing? Let's do it. Where do you want to start? I mean, Should we, we start on mine? We got yours pulled up. All right. I'm curious if you saw this in the wild. I did. See, I'm jealous. I don't get these ads. I like this ad. I watched it. You never had a television before, Brady Cramp? I don't really watch TV. But you do watch TV because you said anytime your wife has a show on, that's garbage TV. Yeah, but that's on like Netflix. Oh, she's And then not. we're watching American Idol, but we don't watch it when you know it's what live, you should do? so we fast forward through. As a true professional, you should downgrade all your accounts. 
to have right. the ads, you know what I'm talking about? Because then you would, I know, I know. Marriage, having <laughs> podcast content, I don't think my wife would be Dude, okay make, with me you make going watch. to Netflix basics yeah. for the podcast. <laughs> You're like, baby, it's for work. I get them on YouTube, okay. I see ads on Twitch, but I have noticed when I'm watching, like when I watch FIFA in the World Cup games, Yes, I was watching ads, Super Bowl, obviously. I was like, "Oh, this is where you see the legit ads." If you're watching that, you don't type watch of TV. sports like I watch sports. And I think that's the primary no. difference maker. Is I will watch Angel games, Laker games, Manchester City games, F1. I watch sports essentially, and we were watching this, and I can always tell it's a good ad because Myra will go, she'll look at me, and we'll both look at each other, and she'll go, "I like that ad." Yeah. And that's because she knows I do the show. You're on Amazon too, and you're ready to buy it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it, I don't know why. She was literally on her phone, and that's why you can tell it's a good ad, is when she's on her phone and I'm on my phone because we're both kind of zonking out. And then you kind of go like this. You do this thing where you go, huh? So I actually missed, I probably would argue, the first eight seconds of this ad, Mm -hmm. which is a weird psychological thing because it's the opposite of what we think when you and I do digital YouTube ads. Where it's like you got to hook them in the yeah. first six seconds. I feel like ads on television are sometimes like a slow burn, where they because it can be. Yeah, because you're like you're kind of watching and it, you just you're zonking out, and then all of a sudden something will catch you, mm-hmm. and then you do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's what happened on this one. So like, let's watch it. This is Roundup for lawns. This stuff works. This stuff kills weeds down to the root without killing your lawn. This stuff works on dandelions, crabgrass, clover. This stuff works for up to three months. This stuff works guaranteed or your money back. This stuff works on big lawns, small lawns, and I guess you can call that a lawn lawns. This stuff works without killing your lawn. This stuff works without killing your weekend. This stuff works for the rookies and the seasoned pros. This stuff works in Knoxville, Bronxville, Rockville, Marysville. This is Roundup for lawns. This stuff works. I'll probably buy it. That might be the best commercial I've seen since we've done this show. I mostly love the handle. I got a bad back, you know. So just walk around the. Am lawn I crazy, or is that the best ad I've seen? Uh, I, that is, yeah. it's like one of the best ads I've ever seen. The motion graphics, the quick talking cuts. about not killing the lawn multiple times, they, and not killing the weekend because it's also true. Like if you spray all the chemicals out there, you, and yeah. then everybody wants to play in the backyard, and you can't. Well, they didn't talk anything about pets or like a toddler crawling on the grass. But I'm sure maybe it is poisonous to pets and people. Yeah, you might have to can. avoid some legal stuff. But, but it was pretty <clears throat> amazing ad. Yeah. And I loved how it went to, like, even if you have something this small. Mm-hmm. I know, because I have this front strip in my house. Then, okay, do you know how weeds work? I finally figured it out. Do I know how weeds work? Okay, like, okay like, so. <laughs> they absorb water through no, the root. No, I finally figured out why I got. Okay, so. I've had such overrun grass that I'll resod everything mm-hmm. and I'll put in brand new grass. And then within one week, there's weeds everywhere. I'm like, hmm, the birds and the pollen and the wind couldn't have spread all these weeds yeah. this quickly. I have a gardener. The gardeners do not, but they should completely clean their lawnmower mm. from lawn to lawn. So what happens is when they go do your lawn, it drops all the freaking weeds from all the other lawns, and that's how you get weeds so quickly, even when you resaw it. And it blew my mind. Interesting. I know. 
You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like they 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 bring them with them essentially. They their job is to remove the weeds, but they bring the weeds. I must do my own self spreading though. Well, I have you ever resawed it and like started fresh? No, but like. I don't pull every weed, and sometimes I'll mow, mow over weeds when I mow the lawn, so it must be Correct. my mower. That could also, yes. So then that's how I'm spreading. Yeah, you are literally, isn't that a crazy concept? <sighs> but it looks but like Roundup. Roundup, you're fine. Can we click on, like, let's say we, we love the ad, which we do. I made a description, Roundup. Wouldn't have killed you, huh? But can we well, go? Yeah, if this is, if they're running this as a YouTube right. ad, then all the call to actions and links are built in. Oh, fair, fair, fair. Have their back. Let's just see this stuff. I love nice. it. Yeah. They integrated it to the website. Now hit shop now. Just like I would if I was clicked on it. Oh, that's dope. They got different types. You can get a refill. You can get a concentrate. You get a sure what. What's the sure shot one do? That's the extension one. And it's like battery controlled. So you don't even need a pump. It has like a oh. pump built into the handle. Oh, oh, that's cool. So it doesn't looks like a non-invasive catheter. Yeah, right. Where to use gravel? I think I need this. Wait, how long does it take? Go back. I want to see that. For up to four months. Do they have recurring revenue? I would be interested about that. Do they let you? Uh, does it resupply every four months? Scroll down for me. Yeah, like sign up for the yeah yeah that would maybe be a, if you add to cart and check out yeah let's, let's check that because that could refill. be a massive opportunity for roundup. Can you click add to cart for me? Does a okay roundup? You're not a client. We don't specialize in these types of products, but I would highly recommend you copy Amazon and do like a subscription model for your refills. Oh yeah, check, hit checkout just to see if they put right, it on there. Right, but right, yeah, yeah, the ups, upsell should be right here. It should be right or there. before. I think it should be yeah. on. The, yeah, I think it should be even on the product page because I think it's. I think it's helpful to know because it's plus four month preventer. Great. So I'm gonna need more in four months. You did a good job selling me on the value that lasts for four months. Then give me the replenishment on autopilot. Yeah. That would be sick. Especially if you buy that like big pump one or yeah, that yeah. wand one where it's yeah. like, I want to keep this bottle and mechanism. Correct. Exactly. That's why I want to buy the sure shot wand and then add on it below refill. refill every four months. Yeah. So sure shot wand plus refill. That would be sick because then that's what, three times a year? And what's the refill cost? So that would give them theoretically, you know, around $50,000 increase in recurring revenue per product sold. And if you got, what, 25% to do it, you could really grow the business mm. through just a simple, simple software solution. That'd be a pretty good idea. And it holds you accountable to doing it because once you get a refill Correct. and you haven't Correct. even done it in a few months. Well, I like how small it is because, like, I also um, – I do the uh, fertilizer, you know, the push yeah. one. It's a pain in the butt to store that thing, though. This I could store so much easier. My dad came by and bought, borrowed mine because he didn't want to buy one because he didn't want to store it. Yeah. Because it's so cheap. It's so cheap. Those little things, you're literally better off like buying it, throwing it away than trying to figure out where to put it if you don't have mm. enough room in your house. Yeah. So like growing up, we had a big metal sprayer. Yeah. Where yeah, it's yeah. like a pump with a handle just like they're making here. But that thing was pretty heavy duty. Yeah, exactly. I love the size of this whole thing. I think it's a pretty impressive product. Can you scroll down a little bit too? Scroll it. Thanks. A little more. I just want to see the rest of it. Page. 
That's awesome. I loved this ad. Sorry, yeah. this is just a cool. No, it's ad. a great ad. It's the best ad I've seen. This stuff works, and the copy. Mm-hmm. I was just so like, I, I love it. Myra looked at me, and she was just like, "That ad was awesome." And I was like, "Yeah." Make and I made a note immediately, like bring the show. I didn't want to bring it last week, so I was like, I saved it for this week. Yeah. And you can tell I think they did market research. Just that subtle note where they said it doesn't kill your lawn. They mentioned that twice. So I'm sure yeah. they did market research. Like, what do you think of Roundup? Well, I have weeds in my lawn, but I don't want to kill the lawn, so I don't spray it. So they probably took that feedback, and that's yep. why they really highlight that feature a couple times. I loved it. Uh, uh, that's awesome. Very, very cool. All right, Brady. So I'm going back to your <laughs> roots. Whoa. I muted. I muted that just in time. Wow. Yeah, you, you say that like this mic didn't catch that sneeze. <laughs> that was aggressive. I think I lost my voice from that sneeze. Like, my throat's been on the edge. Oh, man. I'm doing so much content right now, Brady. Just so much. I'm doing this course, you know, for my agency course. It's got 52 videos. Each is an hour and a half long. I saw the outline. (laughs) Grinding over here. We did how many videos this week, Scarlett? Uh, We've already recorded seven or eight in the span of a week and a half. (laughs) I'm a full-time influencer. I'm terrible at it, but here we are. <laughs> All right, Brady, what do you got? Yeah, let's, let's play. It's a fiber ad. Oh, we take me back to my roots. Yep. I think our team had something to do with that. Cake in the break room. Going away party for Marco. Who's Marco? Marco. The moment I found you on Fiverr eight days ago, I knew I found more than just a freelance web developer. The museum-worthy work in your portfolio, the humility despite your towering reputation. You were coy at first, but you knew exactly what we needed. A heartbreakingly beautiful website for our company. To Marco. To Marco! He's typing. Classic Marco. Expand your team with a fiber freelancer. So I like this ad, but truth here is there was another ad I saw live that isn't on their YouTube. You can't find it. Can't find it anywhere. <laughs> so this is their most recent ad, and I like the ad. I love I, that. I like how they're integrating Fiverr employees into the workforce, right? Doing the going away party. But the ad I saw was interesting because I think it really picks on... Who's going away? Marco. So Marco's job is done. It was like a two-week job. He did the website, and they're throwing a going-away party for Marco in the office. Is that in Fiverr's best interest? Just a, I, I do like the ad. I'm just. But I think I, that's what they're going for: project-based work. But it's just showing how they felt like he was a big part of the team, and they're treating him like an in-house employee. But are they going for? Let me. I just want to. I want to validate that because if I was Fiverr, I would want people to put. Wouldn't I want my freelancers on retainer so that I could have more billings? Yeah. And he I does say, if they he do says it. until next time. Until next time. Message. I know. I yeah, saw yeah. that. Let's can we go to Fiverr's website real quick. I just want to see this. I'm just like curious. So number one, if they integrate Marco. I got Saka on Fiverr? Hell so yeah. this is probably for Fiverr Pro, which I think. Correct. That's I, I think you and I, didn't I do a, I did a pitch for Fiverr Pro, did I, didn't we? I believe so. Did I remember we've talked about Fiverr Pro. Yeah, because I discovered it. I think we just sold Fiverr. I don't think, obviously, we didn't win it or what it was. That, that That's a sick product shot, dude. 
like that yeah. dog. I don't know what it's for, but I like it. Um, so go to Fiverr Business, please. Top menu. There you go. So hit join. I'm curious what it does if you join. Yeah, but they still have like that headline is when you need it. Uh, that's not what I wanted. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I no, I I told that is what Fiverr is. <laughs> I was curious if they I couldn't remember from our conversations with them if they were trying to get you to put people on retainer. Because if I'm Fiverr, that would theoretically help me. Yeah. That's why I thought it was weird. They were advertising that you were done with them. Like, mm-hmm. conceptually, my head got like... I thought it was a weird psychological principle. It would be like celebration that Marco's gone. Because if you're Fiverr... It's a very creative concept. I, I do love the concept. But if you're Fiverr, is that... I don't know. I don't know if that's like the psychological yeah, like message you're trying to – I feel like you want – until next time, to your credit, like you were saying, is I think they did fight that a little bit with that point. I don't know. Yeah. It's, I think it's it's realistic. And it is In this realistic. example, it's a website redesign, right? So that's very project-based. Project-based, you're right. The ad I saw that I liked even But they more. need him to support the website. What if they wanted to make a change? I guess they, they're saying until next time. They just DM <laughs> until Marco. Until it's broken. <laughs> yeah, until it's broken. Um, but the other ad I saw it was interesting. It was... Oh, yeah. <clears throat> Do some bad radio. It was someone... They had a project. I think it was like a video project. And okay. it was someone trying to make it happen in-house. And it was her employee saying, oh, well, I got to do this first. And, oh, we have to do this. And we have to wireframe it. And as she's getting excuses and complaints from the in-house team. That would never happen. She's, like, finding a person to do it on Fiverr. And I just thought with, like, the timing. Did she hire the person on Fiverr before her excuses were done? Yeah, it's going going around all the different stakeholders and just how long it's going to take trying to do it in-house as she's then, like, I'm just going to do this on Fiverr. So it's like her screen and then the people she's talking to. I love that. I just think with what's going on with like tech layoffs and efficiency plays going on in organizations, I thought it was pretty brilliant positioning. Oh, I love that. For Fiverr to take. But unfortunately, I could not find that thing anywhere. (sighs) I did love the ad though. The Marco ad was exceptionally clever. The way they started it threw me off because I didn't understand like. Yeah, I was confused at first. the, The ladies in the boardroom. And then and the guy's like, going away party for Marco. <laughs> yeah, it was a little like, but it was really creative. Yeah. Like, I do think, to your point, it was very creative. You want to, can you search Garrett Marriott up there? I want to take you guys back. Do you still have your profile? <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, it's not live, I don't think, but it's like, uh, go to, no- oh, the other uh, one, the other Fiverr. I was never a Fiverr business. I don't think I ever earned that. I don't know if they had that. Search usernames for G Marigate, maybe down below. I think if you just click that, seller profiles, oh. imposters, maybe G Marigate. Let's see. Search. Oh, you gotta do it on Google. Whatever. Are they maybe cleaned up server still. space? Nah, it's nah. been a while. They haven't got rid of <laughs> all the like trash. They haven't. No, I'm there. Watch. Go G Marigate. Fiverr. Yeah, yeah. There it is. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> That's how we started. Oh, the That's good a lot of reviews. Forty six. Hey man, good reviews too. Four point eight. If you're gonna do something, do it well, Brady. Yep. 
you're gonna do something, uh, do it well. Look at that. Finishing up my MBA though. and directing my online marketing firm. Directive. <laughs> marketing roadmap: increase sales. It's more than art; it's a science. <laughs> then I let Myra run it for a while. But what are you gonna do? So, what else we got, team? I liked it. I just, I don't know. It wasn't like I said. I know, I know. It wasn't what you wanted. I was like, damn, I want to find this. But then I went to their YouTube, and that was the most recent. And I still liked it. It was good. I completely agree. It was good. I wouldn't say it's probably as good as the one you saw. Yeah. The one you saw sounds way more. It's just so relevant to what's going on today and what businesses are looking at and consultants coming in and finding inefficiencies. Dude, nine out of 10 times, I feel the same way about the ads I recommend. Like, I come on here, I'm like, I like them. They're not perfect. Yeah. There's something to glean from it. Like that ad had a weird start and I felt like the finish was a little weird. The middle was pretty cool. Like the going away party is a very good concept. I do completely agree. Like going away party for your freelancer is pretty clever. Yeah. That's very clever. Everyone loved him and he was only there for two weeks. But it's also weird in the sense that if you're Fiverr, you don't want people celebrating that they're done with you. Yeah. It's conceptually. But it's also genius in the sense that who does a going away party for a freelancer? So, yeah. Very I good agree. ad. Very good ad. Very good ad. <sighs> All right. So we got a couple topics today, Brady. Okay. So I tweeted about this. I'm sure you guys all saw it. I went mega oh, viral. Of course. Yeah, you want to watch, watch, watch. I think it had like, did I get a like? Let me see. <laughs> I got one like, maybe. Maybe I got one like. But I'll go up real quick for me. Scroll out of things. I got, and I've been looking at these. Okay, so there's actually a little bit more to this, Scarlett. Um, open up another tab for me real quick, and I want to show the, because it's like the whole story. Do Ryan Gosling, Chanel. Um, travel ad. Yes, that's what I'm talking about. Okay, far left. Okay. So, let's, can we pull this all the way up? There we go. Thank you. There we go. Cool. So, I think this is a native ad. Go down for me, please. Oh, it's go. Oh, it's even better. It's Gucci. All right. So this this is the perfect topic for us. Okay. So, Gucci is running an ad with Ryan Gosling, mm-hmm. and it's. Can you go to Gucci Twitter? And this is like the ad, and I think this is them talking about. And then let's go to their Twitter on Gucci. Yeah, let's see if we can find the campaign they did with Ryan. If you can. But while she's looking for this, essentially, Gucci did a travel campaign where it's like, imagine what we can do and travel the world. And it's like with Ryan Gosling and all these famous influencers. Mm-hmm. Now, I thought a really good discussion for us today would be, do you believe that AI will replace influencers? Or do you believe AI will actually make influencers more valuable? Okay, so let's go. I, we aren't able to find it right now. I, I found it on my Twitter earlier, but go to the GQ real quick. So this, let's say, is actually it is a Gucci campaign, okay, mm-hmm. with Ryan Reynolds. And he's got his burger, or Ryan Gosling, Gosling. Sorry, he's got his burger, dope truck. I like the circle mirrors, and he's out somehow with a truck on the sand, 
in yeah. a beach and it looks like it looks Capri. Like PCH. Yeah, or like Italy. North PCH. Yeah, yeah, he's like, yeah, he's somewhere, right? He's got Rain all these Gucci bags. It's a crazy shot, but it's actually a really good shot. And Ryan's being Ryan Gosling, right? And you got neutral, brown on brown, the green and the red. It's a pretty cool yeah. shot. It's a really cool campaign. Okay, so you got Ryan Gosling. And then let's go to the other one. The That also, frankly, to me, is a really, really cool creative campaign with the Gucci hard hat mm-hmm. and this guy. That guy doesn't exist. So that's an a- this is an AI. This is an AI Gucci ad for the same campaign. So, Brady, it's called Gucci Blue Collar. I love this guy. Nick St. Pierre is like a art director who uses AI mm-hmm. and he's just playing around with it, obviously. Yeah. Do you think, and this is the way I want to frame the question, so I'm going to give me a second to process this. Do you believe the Ryan Gosling ad would do more money than if Ryan Gosling was replaced in that other one with an AI person similar to this? Um, <laughs> I know. Well, because it's like I know it's the concept. Like this is a brilliant AI generated ad, and how they <clears throat> inform the AI to produce this blue collar Gucci. It's a sick. That's what I mean. This is the exactly what Gucci would do yeah. for an ad. Like this is Gucci style. I I know because it's not an influencer. So like another type of influencer I want to show you is um. Because I want to round out before you answer, because I think this will help, like, show you the different types. The next one is Hex. I saw this on Twitter also. Um, So go to Hex, uh, founder, CEO, Twitter. With a spit, like, Hex, but yeah, founder, CEO. Twitter. Uh, I think it's... No, go to... Hexclad. Go to Hexclad founder CEO. Um, there it is. That guy. So go to Jason. And if you scroll down. This. Okay. Click on this one for me. So this is a guy who has a product. Go full screen, please. So the other way you do this is Kendall and Haley Bieber. Okay. So this mm-hmm. is. Now this to me works. And this is entirely different because this is influencer generated content, not influencer starring in a photo shoot campaign. Yeah. I want to make sure like, yeah, it's like a celebrity placement, which was Ryan Gucci truck ad. This is now Haley doing her own show. Yeah. I don't know what it's called. Do you know what it's called? Scarlett? You're not a Bieber. Selena did You're a Selena fan. I don't really pay attention to any of this stuff. So Selena was doing at home cooking shows before Haley Bieber. Oh. And I don't know. But just... Bieber came in and like stole her show. Well, that's the whole thing right now. Whoa. She's copying her. That's, you know, what's blowing up, at least on my newsfeed. Wow. Well, Selena's every woman's woman, I believe. And Haley, she's just a wannabe Selena. But Bieber's still showing wow. some type of thoughts and obsessions with Selena. Still, it's crazy. It out is there crazy. Right now. Wow. We should do a new kind of show. Yeah. <laughs> but so my point here is like the C whoever the influencer team at hex clad obviously reached out to Haley and somehow got the same show that Kendall's on, which is crazy. Like speaking of like 
placements. Mm-hmm. This is pretty close to as good as it gets, in my opinion. Yeah. Of like a placement of your knife product. Of like, where do you want to be? I would imagine Haley Bieber's Instagram with Kendall Jenner has to be pretty high up on the like doing your job as like product placement with influencers, right? I agree. Okay. So let's watch this and we'll compare it to the other two and see what we think about how AI could change things. These are our beautiful hex clad knives on our beautiful hex clad board that wow. they have provided was, with us today. That was really That was a guys, I blocked her cut. chop, but like that it was, was a gorgeous chop. I thought chop. they were the Demelios or something when I saw this first. Yeah, me too. In this hex clad board, I've people. never seen that before. It has a little tray to put Trash all your tray. extras, which I really am enjoying that today. That was it. So I'm sure there's more, but I want to show you. So that, to me, is a very different kind of influencer campaign. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you think AI could replace that? No, I think they're. I I just think they're two different things. I do too. I think, but I, I wanted to make sure we had a more nuanced conversation. Yeah, like AI is definitely replacing all non-influencer type campaigns, like. Even the the Gucci one, the blue collar one, I mean, that would take, you'd have to take over that construction site. That guy would be probably an expensive model. Yep. Your photographer is expensive expensive as hell because of who they are, even though no one knows who took the photo outside of people in the inner ad circle, but they'd still pay a ton of money to get that person to take the photo. A legend in the makeup game. (laughs) So you got the agency fee. Yeah. And, and we AI, cheap. I think, is replacing all of that. Like, I've been on a Levi's photo shoot. I was, like, assistant for the photographer Wait, in Malibu. This? And it was... Brady, you were the model? No, I was running memory cards from the beach <laughs> up to the trailer. Yeah? What the did production they, trailer. What were you making an hour on it? How did they pay you? Zero. I just wanted... Okay, so it was an exposure thing. It was back when I was thinking about getting into, like, professional photography. So you were my, pretty good. Brady took another photo. Yeah, my cousin hooked me up because he knew the photographer. Is that still your display name? Yeah. Okay, cool. So... That we're in agreement that like also the models in clothes. Yeah. Like go to Gucci's website. I'll kind of show you what I mean. I don't think it's just the ad that AI replaces. There's a whole industry of individuals, people who that is a real woman that they had to pay in a photographer and makeup and a studio and an agency. Lots for of money. That shot. Yet I could run one prompt into an AI tool. I forget what it's called right now that he uses. If you go back to that uh, Nick guy, go to his bio real quick. He does Mid Journey. That's the product. Mm-hmm. So he's using Mid Journey to make all these. And if you go down, you can see his profile. He does crazy stuff. So keep going down. Like, that's obviously AI, but it'll get better. Keep going. I just want to see what else, if there's any other stuff he's done on here. That looks real, but I wouldn't know. Um, this is wild. Look at the game here. Look at the game. If you go up one, like watch this. This is now a first-person shooter game. This is how realistic the graphics are, Brady. That's crazy. That's too realistic. I'm nervous he's going to get shot. Let's keep scrolling. <laughs> I mean, I saw one where you take still images of a house. Gucci Cheeto collection. And it creates a fly-through, walk-through using AI. So you don't even need a drone or a 360 camera. You just take still photos and the AI will then understand the house enough to do like a floating walkthrough. That's which it. takes over the real estate 360 camera game. 
People fly like drones through houses to try to get that look. A thousand percent. Look at this. They paid three million dollars for this Gucci campaign back in the day. Yeah. They just auto-populated the whole thing. And it's sick. He's really good at this. Yeah, I want to mess with that. I, I know. Gucci Cheeto? Go back to the Gucci <laughs> website. Because I don't know if Gucci has anything better than him right now. If you go down. I think his campaigns are better than Gucci's campaigns right now. Yeah. Like, that blue-collar campaign to me is better than the Ryan Gosling one. Yeah, and no one knows, like... But you didn't have to pay Ryan Gosling. I forget the photographer that they probably used. Like, he's pretty outlandish, and he uses, like, white walls, old-school flash. Like, he's so famous for it, and so it looks like they used that photographer. It probably just costs a ton of money, but the market doesn't know that. Just the inner circle probably knows that there's a scene around like who they're using that is an all-time fit by the way the one on the right yeah can we click on that <laughs> or the got... chandelier yo glasses. like yo like i want that fit yeah bro what if i came in gucci'd out one day i don't think y'all would be able to stop you laughing. wear those overalls on this podcast game old bro if i come in with a choker go up let me see that choker just like that like a little gucci choker <laughs> oh that'd be all time i like the overalls Okay, so my point is like that bird, like that model right there, that model. Yeah. That is AI generated easily. Yeah. These days, those overalls are fire. Imagine wearing those like a University of Tennessee football game. <laughs> but <laughs> it's just all time. Got to get that Gucci on the roll up. So if we go back to his example on the Gucci uh, blue collar, wherever that. How is that not a better? Because I don't believe celebrities in a photo sell products like celebrities using your product. Like LeBron sponsors is a influencer of uh, Romoa, Romoa, Romona, 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 Romoa. That's the German. The we did them. <laughs> I don't I can't remember. remember. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Rimawona. <laughs> I hope it's not just Ramona. No, no, no. It's not. It's like Rimawona or something. I always thought it was Japanese and it ended up being German. I was like, what? I want one. Rimawona? Rimawona. That's all. I know. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was Japanese forever. It's not. Yeah. Click that ad. Scroll it. <laughs> Make them pay. So LeBron. Is a member, so I do like LeBron, Ramoa. I'll show you what I mean. So I'll show you the different kinds of campaigns I think it could replace LeBron. I'm just glad you weren't just having a stroke. No, no, no. I was having a fun moment, but I, I was not fully happy. Yeah, thanks for saving my life. You guys just all stood in your chairs while I died there. So this, you give me a photo shoot like this, that sells them way more. Like that's their wine case, and LeBron's bringing his wine everywhere in the NBA games. Like, I would buy, like, that to me is a campaign that makes me want Ramoa. Mm -hmm. And if you go to the Ryan Gosling version of the same campaign, I don't know if that makes me want Gucci. Because this is surrealism, while the other one is realism. Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? Because Ryan's an actor. So it just feels like he's acting. Not that he's using. 
like yeah. I, you got what I'm saying. So if like but still tying him to the brand, I mean, a lot of women think of Ryan as like the romantic actor, and so he's doing that well here. Women seeing this advertisement can now kind of tie these Gucci items to their partner and think, oh wow, I'm with Ryan. If they start wearing this Gucci backpack, yeah, they might get some Gosling the in them. The smoky eyes, the squint. I mean, not so everybody like, can pull that off. That's just where, like, the guy at the construction site, it's super creative, but no one knows who that is, and it's just not that connection. So I still just put them in two different buckets outside of, like, that. I know I, I sent you Ghost Rider, that AI musician. That's where things get interesting is he dropped a Drake and Weekend song. Yeah, we'll talk about that in a second. I just... I don't know if I'm buying what you're saying right now. So I'm just saying, I don't think it'll get to this point for legal reasons, but AI could technically be make Ryan, Ryan Gosling. Gosling in that and construction outfit. I that just is don't true. Think they legally can't. Yeah, because UMG, yeah, already but removed it from, shop, from Spotify and YouTube, which we'll talk about. But if you scroll, I want to see the rest of it because I think they'll show you more shots from the campaign. I mean, it's a good shot. I freaking love the campaign. I'm not going to say I don't love the campaign. Like, Scarlett, what do you think? It's a vibe. It doesn't make me want to buy the product. It is a vibe, though, right? But like, I pretty love dope campaign. The photography, like I love, like this could be like a background of like my computer. Or it would be right. It's yeah. cool how it doesn't look busy, but it's a chaotic. It reminds photo. me of like Casablanca or something, you know? Like, like it has that romanticism and that like throwback vibe. I love it. I'm not gonna say I don't love the shoot. All I'm trying to. That's such a good. That shoot. one's cool. That. It is a really good shoot. It's one of the best shoots I've ever seen. That's why I wanted to make it about. It's probably like a $200,000 photo right there. I That's kind of what I'm hinting at. Yeah. And if you keep scrolling. Oh, can we watch this? Let's hit it. knows what he's doing. Look at this guy. He's a pro. <laughs> Such a crazy concept. <laughs> Where's he going? I love it. You get away. I'll bring the bag with you. See, that AI can't replace. And I think that's amazing. Just because Ryan's in it. Correct. And I do think it makes it better because Ryan is in it. In the photo shoot, I mean, it's he crushes it. Yeah. This is a world-class creative campaign. I love it. It doesn't make me want to buy Gucci, though. Who here wants to buy Gucci more after seeing it? Does anyone? No, I don't even I have also a... don't want to buy it because of the AI ads. I know, but I don't even get an affinity towards it. It doesn't really do anything for me. Yeah. There's a lot of these examples. Like, let me show you another one. Jerry Seinfeld with um did a whole photo photo shoot with Kith. Go Jerry Seinfeld, Kith. K-I-T-A. I follow everything. I'm like obsessed with this marketing crap. I try to follow her because I don't. We don't do this stuff. Like look at the photo shoot. So you, 
Does any of this make you want to buy Kith, though? It almost makes me not want to buy Kith. But it does make for a cool photo shoot that goes viral because they got Jerry Seinfeld to wear all their stuff, which is kind of like, you know, the antagonist wearing yeah. this new school clothes. So I, it has a certain virality to it, like that photo right there. Could you ever see Jerry Seinfeld looking like that? No. No. So that, to me, is clever. Just like Ryan Gosling doesn't need 4,000 suitcases when he travels. But I don't know if it makes me want to buy Kith. So I guess, I, I know I'm not in consumer at all, right? I don't do consumer retail like this. But all I'm trying to explain is AI-wise, from a sales perspective, you could theoretically not pay Jerry Seinfeld. And I'm God, I'm, I mean, Jerry Seinfeld's not cheap. No. Ryan Gothling's not cheap. Definitely not. And I don't even know if it raised the brand equity of Gucci. I felt like Gucci was already Gucci. I don't think he did anything for Kith. Yeah, it could be. I don't know. I'm just like curious, <laughs> like photo shoot wise, product f- shots, all stuff. I feel like AI is going to replace it. It could be a part of like market research. And like, I don't know for Gucci or Kith, if like for Gucci, there's certain, they're known for certain segments of the market. Like, oh, only these people wear, like use Gucci now and Louie or these people. And like hiring Gosling, who's connected to the audience they want, could be the play there. But is so, he? Gosling's not like that. That's kind of my point to you. Like the Insta influencers are like that. I don't feel like the movie stars are like that. I'm These sure there's of, like different demographic makeups. Per but you know what I'm star. talking about, right? Like, I don't think, like for example, I don't think Ryan Gosling could launch a clothing brand like Kim K can do Skimps. Kylie can do yeah. lips. Um, Rihanna even can do um, Savage Fenty. These are all people who I would say have cult. Fo- like Beyonce could launch anything and people would buy it. I don't think Jerry Seinfeld or Ryan Gosling could launch their own brands and people would buy it in the clothing space. I think if Jerry did something in comedy, we would buy it. If Ryan did something in acting do classes. like a vintage car clothing brand like leno right he could do cars because he's associated with cars seinfeld's so associated with tv shows and comedy gosling's associated with movies so if gosling opened up his movie studio wanted to be a producer now our favorite person in the world ryan reynolds great guy he doesn't do it like this is kind of my point he does it through his acting in yeah. all of his things, he's acting. He stayed within his lane. Yeah. So what I'm saying he has is his character. Yes, exactly. This like, breaks character. This breaks is exactly what I'm trying to explain. So I don't know if that translates into sales because we like the character of Ryan Reynolds, and so we'll be attracted to what Ryan does. But I don't think we buy the products because of Ryan. I think we just become aware of them. Like I don't buy Aviation Gin because of Ryan Reynolds. But I would be aware of Aviation Gin and try it because of Ryan Reynolds. And I think those are mm-hmm. fundamentally different than Kylie or these like new Instagram influencers where I believe that people will do anything to be like them. Yes. Do you see my – that influencer I don't think is going anywhere. I think this influencer is dead and gone mm-hmm. with AI. Yeah, because I, I think it, it... – I see what you're saying. Yeah, I just want to make sure it's like, a hard conversation. They to say, have. do we choose a model? Do we choose a famous person who could model it for us? Yes. That or is do we do AI? I think that is 
these situations are a lot closer to AI than that Instagram video of yeah. If Jerry was Kylie the spokesperson or Kendall, yes. Like Joe Rogan could open up his comedy club in Austin and crush it. Mm-hmm. That makes perfect sense. If Jerry was the spokesperson for Kith, I think it would actually work quite well. I don't know if the photo shoot of Jerry works. Yeah. From maybe, a sales standpoint. Maybe he's wearing Kith and his, doesn't he have like coffee and cars as a show now? Great point. If you wanted to have him have that remote, Ramoa? Yeah, Ramoa. Yeah. If he was taking Ramoa luggage with him, like the, like to me, like the LeBron one, this doesn't like this surrealism. I don't think translates to sales is my point. Like if we go to the back to the LeBron one, do we have that still? I want to show you just like that. That to me does translate to sales. Yeah. Because you can imagine yourself being like LeBron James on the road as a basketball player and you want the same luggage LeBron uses. I get that. That wanting I, – I, I want that luggage. I really do. I would love Ramoa luggage. I love seeing the photo shoot of him with the luggage. It makes me want the luggage. But I don't want the shirt he's wearing. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to explain that or why, but do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. There's like some type of translation there. I mean, maybe the Jerry ad is for baby boomer males, fairly wealthy, L.A., New York. Wild Goose, Friday night, 6 p.m. Yeah, Thinking yeah. they couldn't dress like that, but they're seeing <laughs> Jerry, who they wouldn't expect to dress like that, actually looking pretty dang good in those outfits. Like, that could be the play there of using Jerry. He didn't look that good, though. I thought he was looking pretty fresh. There's a couple outfits that... kind of looked like he was forcing it. A couple of the the yeah. jackets, but oh, yeah, 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 I guess. I don't know. I just don't think that. I don't think these poor celebrities like Ryan Gosling are going to be able to do photo shoots like that and charge half a million dollars anymore. Yeah, I don't know how necessary it is. Like, I don't think. Like, go back to the first tab, the the Gucci one. I don't feel like this campaign is going to sell any less than the Ryan one. I agree. I That's think like even of... on the website for Gucci, it was all just models, and it. I don't see the Ryan Gosling ones and think like, oh my gosh, it's so different. Like that Gucci hard hat could be a vibe, bro. Yeah. Like that's actually a pretty cool product idea of Gucci. Like with the white hard hat, the green hard hat. Yeah, I don't think anyone wear the hard hat. Like I I don't get just the hard hat one, but But they're like weird fashion, you know, like that's Gucci fashion. You know what I mean? The way the bag looks and this setting, this is such a cool image. It is, right? AI generated. Someone did that. Theoretically for free. Yeah. And it, to me, is just, it's not as romantic and cool as the Ryan Gosling, but I don't know if it generates any less sales than the Ryan Gosling. I mean, you could do a romantic and cool looking image. You could, I'm sure, yeah. It just wouldn't be the blue collar campaign. Yeah. And it wouldn't have Gosling in it, even though technically it could. I just don't know what, where that legal battle is going to go. Yeah, if you swapped him out with Ryan Gosling, I don't think it does a cent more sales for that bat. No. So why pay? Because the concept is bigger than the celebrity. Correct. And I think that's the same thing with the other campaign. If you swapped Ryan out with, who's the French superstar? Shell, Charlemagne, Chalet. Chalet. We had him in one of the ads. <laughs> Timothy Chalamet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very impressive, Peter. <laughs> <laughs> he speaks Garrett. <laughs> oh, gosh. 
then I, I don't think it would matter. I think the Chalamet guy could have done the same Ryan Gosling campaign. In fact, Chalamet might have actually made him more sales and be cheaper. Yeah, because it kind of Gosling might even take away from all the creative concepts That's of right. the ad. Yeah, like you're looking at Gosling instead yes. of looking at the bags. all the bags yeah. and how many varieties they are, and yet they all fit together somehow. And this one puts the bag front. Center. Oh, the bag is just so front and center in this photo. But that person doesn't look like they're not a person. It just I like no. it because they're actually it makes the bag the focus instead of the person. Yeah, and his outfit is clean enough to where it's not too much of a contrast between this very smooth How do they high do end it? bag and even like the scenery isn't too rough around the edges as well. Because I say hands is the hardest part. Look at the hands. The hands are so good. Yeah. That's what I mean, the say. way he's holding it kind of defies gravity a bit. It's you such a gr- soft grip holding it from right there. <laughs> but it makes the product pop. Yes. Like the I lighting is incredible. Like imagine all these like brands right now where they're paying all these women to be in their swimsuits or in their clothes. That whole industry to me of like women being in the shots, it's going to go either one way. You either that was kind of my point or conversely does it make if everything's AI does doing the Ryan Gosling campaign five years from now probably hits different is kind of my point. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying. Like, we're so used to everything being computer generated. This ad is finally authentic. It's a person. Correct. I'm, that's what I'm, in my head I'm trying to process. Gosling. Because if you think about it, if you're like head of brand marketing for a fashion label right now. And you see this and like if you saw our segment right here, I feel like you've got a conundrum. Like, What do you do? Do you do another Ryan Gosling campaign or do you do one of these? Do you do both? Do you have to mention that it's AI in the watermark? Mm -hmm. There's not been really any AI ethics in like how it's portrayed. You got to say I'm very, I'm very intrigued by all this. I'm very, yeah. Yeah. That's why that ghost writer drama was interesting. Cause it's like, let's talk about that. You want to pull it up real quick? Can we pull a clip up? There's this guy, he calls himself Ghostwriter with some numbers, and he used AI to generate a technically a weekend Drake song where like the vocals It goes hard. It's a great song. It sounds just what? like them. I uh, see, I don't know about do you think just? Yeah. Okay, let's Did you watch I, I actually followed this guy on Twitter to learn more about it. And did you see how he makes it? Have you seen his process? No. So he sings all the lyrics and then they replace his voice with with their voice. Okay. That's how they do it. I watched the whole like making of kind of video. All right, hit play there. That's listening to the article. Oh, good. I was hoping we could listen to it. <laughs> uh, you might have got to go, go to Twitter and find it there. And search hard on my sleeve on Twitter. Yeah, it's been taken down a lot of places. Yeah. Mostly streaming platforms, though heart but we'll see if we find it there it is uh maybe that's where i found it It was right there okay let's try here yeah there we go (laughs) i'll show you where i thought Old school Drake for back. <laughs> 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 
beats a little off. Like that. I mean, the song goes hard. Yeah, his A's and ad-libs don't sound exactly like him, but it's pretty dang close. It is, you're right. It's 95%. I think it's the beat that's a little like a... You hear the bass? If you hit play again, listen to the bass. They aren't able to get that. That's how it gets like a... That is not his voice. Yeah, this doesn't sound like his Yeah, yeah, he doesn't doesn't sing like that. But it's 95% there, and the songwriting's great, the beats fire, and it sounds like Drake. Yeah. Does I... Drake own that exact sound? No. Just like, does Gosling own But he does own he his looks? own. He does own his own. Yes, I do think Gosling owns his face, and I think Drake owns his voice. But, like, what if there's a doppelganger out there? Someone who looks just like him. Can they not? So your biz- your your legal argument would be, what about impersonations? Yeah. I think you would have to say you're an impersonator. Yeah, you just can't claim that it is Drake. that person. Correct. But, and they had the AI, I guess, disclaimer. So technically, to your point, I just don't think you can use their name. Because mm-hmm. you're using Drake in The weekend's yeah, name. Yeah, that was, they said Drake featuring The weekend. Correct, AI. But I don't think you can promote it. You can be Weird Al. But you can't say you're Drake. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? So I think that's what the UMG, Universal Music Group, was getting frustrated about. Also, they're just Universal Music Group. But I have a hard time connecting this directly to marketing. But I would just say, like... Well, it just shows you can't completely replace it. Like, because that conversation we just had, like, you could technically have an AI Gosling, but that would be against the rules. So Gosling still holds value that way. Correct. And my point is like, I wouldn't want to listen to an artist that didn't have artistry. So like a lot of people, for example, to this point, the people who think Drake is overrated, think he's overrated because he doesn't write his own songs and he's not a real artist. Remember Tanner Schaefer? The arguments we have to go through with this guy who claims Drake's not an artist because he doesn't write his own songs. Yeah. This is the ghostwriter of the ghostwriter. Correct. So there are people... And I wouldn't say Drake's not an artist, but I would say I respect what Drake does a lot more than people who cover Drake. Or, like, you know what I mean? I've never been a big, like, like I like going to 90s Night at the Wayfair. Mm-hmm. And I think the band's amazing. But I know that they're the cover band. Yeah. So I don't know if it's going to fix music, because I think people still want the real thing. I don't know. Like, I guess the DJs that have a mask, those people might be in trouble. Mm. Like the invisible persona. Like the weekend before he showed his face. Remember that? Yeah, Marshmallow. Yeah, yeah. Like those types. Like to me, EDM might be in trouble because what is a DJ doing? He's just, no offense yeah. to DJs, but what are they doing? They're just like, woo. That might have a problem. But like country music, I don't think country music's going to, not because it'd be too hard to, replace the songwriting but because like i feel like with country it's still like a live performance for a person who's playing the guitar and singing mm-hmm. what do you do about that ai like how do you see live music with ai like that's the problem with the digital world is everybody forgets like seventy five thousand people or one hundred seventy five thousand people are at coachella right now yeah and a lot of them watched a tupac hologram one year so but we all know he's dead <laughs> know. we don't know yeah, he's down in Argentina. <laughs> but, like, that's kind of, I don't know. I feel like AI is going to replace 
uh, models. I do. I like models. Like the model, like the photo shoot. I do think AI will yeah. replace that. I just don't see why you're going to pay all that money. I do think you'll still pay money for influencers doing UGC. Like I would want to do the Hexclad ad and that's way more valuable. But I don't know if I would. See, this is where it gets a little different. Okay, so let's ask Scarlett this. Who's your favorite female celebrity? I know you don't watch it, but you got to have something. Like, who's your fangirl? Blake Lively. Okay. So, Blake Lively is in Madewell, and she rocks the crap out of this dress. You're more likely to buy that dress than if it was AI in the same dress, correct? I'd take a look at it, yeah. But if it was AI, you still might take a look at it, but you would be more likely to take a look at it if it was Blake Lively, correct? In some aspects. I would say, like, maybe 10% I would, but... With that, I'm looking at the dress, not the person. But you might become aware of it because of Blake if she put it on her social media. Yes. So that would be the difference, and that's what AI can't replace, is AI can't post it on their profile yet. I mean, I th- did you see that they built these fake AI people who had like a million followers? I've seen people do social experiments where they built YouTube channels. Yes. I saw a girl built a build yes. a male one in tech. Yes, and she was using AI the entire time and yes. built up a huge following. And then she revealed herself. I know, crazy. So my point being though is like, you still have to become Blake Lively. What's the meet? What's the one where she has the two guys fall in love with her at the same time? They're the weed farmers. It's not the one where she's stuck on a buoy, right? I think. <laughs> That's... Do you know what I'm talking about? Squario? No, that's a different one. Blake Lively's with the two guys. They have the weed and they get involved with the drug dealers. Oh, and yeah, Pineapple yeah, Express. Yeah. <laughs> no. I don't know what you're talking about. No, Blake Lively, and then movies. We still have our ties to Ryan Reynolds. Oh, I forgot she was Gossip Girl. <laughs> I always forget that. Well, she I wasn't Gossip Girl, either. but no, it's not. I was like, keep going. Savages. There it is. That was Blake Lively. It's a great movie. Um, it was just one click away. So Blake Lively built up her following because she did all these movies and she has her social media. And then she becomes an influencer because she's done things of influence. Now, modern day influencers kind of can just dance and do other stuff on like social media, right? But like historically, these like Ryan Gosling and Blake Lively built their influence through like their work, their career, like mm-hmm. doing things like Gossip Girl. Yeah. I I think if Blake sponsors something within her realm of influence, it's going to outperform AI. I think when Ryan Gosling does something not connected to him, like a photo shoot for Gucci, he might not outperform AI. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So I still think influencers are going to be fine. I just think they're not going to be able to get away with as many random photo shoots. I think they can do the video still, though. Yeah. Like, Snoop can still do the big ads, because that's mm-hmm. right on brand. And Snoop can do Corona. Yeah, that's got to be Snoop. Those big Martha... Yeah, it's got to be Snoop. Correct. Yeah. So that'll stay on. But I don't know about, like, a photo shoot of Snoop in the Corona, you know, the Corona video. If it's just a Corona still, I don't know if you need Snoop anymore. Yeah. Because it's too ancillary. Like, I don't think Snoop Dogg, Corona. Like, beer. Beer, Snoop mm-hmm. aren't the same as be- Snoop weed. That's what I kind of mean. Like, photo of Snoop smoking weed, it's going to sell a lot more product if you're a weed brand yeah. than AI. 
Do you got kind of get what I'm yeah. saying? Like, I think it's going to become nuanced like that, where you're going to have to stay in your lane more as an influencer, because mm-hmm. they don't need you. They can get AI to just do it. It could overlap too. They could make an AI Snoop and Snoop signs off on it and says, "I just kick my feet up and get the check." Oh, oh royalties like AI royalties. Like you can use my liking. You can use, use me. It. But you got but you pay me for it, and I do absolutely nothing. So you got your AI rate, and you got your real human rate. Yeah, they have to approve it and be okay with all of it, but not film a thing. Snoop kind of hoes himself out a little bit. He does everything. Have you ever seen like Snoop Dogg ads everywhere? Like he's in China, he's in Japan, he's in Korea, he's he's in Argentina. Snoop's everywhere. So if you're Snoop and you're like, I don't want to keep flying out to all these places and doing all this, like Shaq, like Shaq, same thing. Like AI Shaq for two hundred thousand dollars an hour, real Shaq four hundred thousand dollars an hour. You pick. I like that. So that's where I could it definitely could. go. Yeah. All right. Last topic. I what do we got? Oh, the dream. Do you own Crocs? Heck no. Oh. Yeah, me neither. Outside I would never. Of my, outside of my two pairs. They're my so don't I, you even. I have we've been friends for a long time. A pair of Crocs at our sliding glass door in the backyard. Yeah, revo- this is a sliding door moment for me too. Yeah. So, I put them on whenever took out the trash cans early this morning. Put on my Crocs. You know, rainbows, no flip flops. You're a beach guy, man. Like, what happened to you? No, these ones are fuzzy inside. <laughs> no. Yeah, they're like Uggs no. Crocs. And then, oh, is this, this is what, what generation are we? We're millennials. Yes. And then I had Crocs in college for the first time, but I was walking to get food. That's because you do that to be an antagonist. A Back then, that yeah. was an antagonist move. In college, you had to purposely say, like, F the establishment. Yeah. I want to wear Crocs just because you guys are hating on them. Yeah. But I was walking somewhere and I felt a poke in my foot. So I took them off. There's like nothing in there. I put them back on. Just feel this poke, poke. I flipped them over. I had a screw, like a flat tire up through my croc. So that sketched me out a little bit. I got got off off, the croc. I got off the crocs for a while, but my wife has like four pairs. No way. It's like her house slippers or crocs, which they're big in the nursing world. Isn't she supposed to be wearing Birkins? She went to Azusa. Wear Birkins. The Birkenstocks. Oh, she has Birkenstocks too. Because that's like the traditional, like, I feel like our age millennial slip on is like the Birkenstocks. I love my Crocs. I got a couple giblets. Yoshi. What are you talking about? You don't know the charms. You know how Crocs have holes in them. You can buy little charms to put in the hole for like $5 oh, no, each. No, no, no. I got a little Yoshi. Did you see the, the TikTok ones with the flashlights? Yeah. Brilliant. <laughs> I did think that was a good ad, but I didn't, I had no idea, Brady. You didn't tell me this in the pre-show. You kept this little secret. I, I like that. There's a new product out. and We'll get into this, but Crocs had a huge miss. There's a new product trending. Crocs had a huge miss. Where it's a rubber. It's like a purse with the holes in it, but the holes are so small, nothing Sounds will functional. fall out. Oh, okay. um, <laughs> and you could put like the charms in the holes. So it's like Crocs should have made this product, but they didn't. So it's like Brighton? I don't know what that is. Brighton? You- you know what Brighton is. Let's try bracelets. Ever, your mom has one. I guarantee it. Can you show them tra- Brighton charm bracelet? Watch this. Your mom has one. Guaranteed. You didn't buy this. Some of the, like growing up, you buy your mom one of these for Mother's like Day. Like Pandora? Is that like a... No. This is, Brighton is the one. And then like 
Yeah, I'm sure. Your mom has yeah. one of these, and you, like, when you're little, like, when you're eight or something, you buy her, like, an Eiffel Tower thing. <laughs> I get, this is, like, the truth. This is what... It's like those Do you know what I'm talking about, right? It's that, like, you know how you would pull apart yeah. and you would put, like, I... You have one, right? They're not Brighton. They aren't? They are. Brighton has the charm bracelet. And you buy the... Maybe these are different charms, but there was yeah. like one. Go to the charms, Brighton. I want to show everybody. Click that ad. You love these. <laughs> I'm like, Charlotte's keeping Google afloat. But like, th- like these aren't. No, this isn't what they. No, I know what you're talking about. I'm pretty sure my they... mom had one. Yeah, you know what? I'm... All our moms had one. Yeah, it's like the charm bracelet. Yeah, of the foot. And then you buy her one of these because you have no money and you go to the mall and you get her like one of these for Mother's Day. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's just little... like a giblet. <laughs> God. You're like, go to Crocs. Let me see the giblets. Didn't you know Crocs like almost went out of business? You know they're doing like yeah. Did they, they did file the, for bankruptcy and then they blew up? They did the Bieber sponsorship, so we'll we'll talk about that. It started it all. Look at all those giblets. Oh God. Yeah, I got a sick Yoshi one. Oh God, Brady. <laughs> oh, those sandals aren't bad. So she's wearing the lady sandals right those there. Are cool. Those those cute ones are like. Oh, they have she wearing socks, the classics. Essentially. Is that what she's wearing around the house, or is she wearing the classics around the house? Oh, she's wearing those fuzz line. Oh, no. That's what I got, too. Oh, no. Go to the fuzz line. I got them on sale, too. There's, there's those black expensive. ones, I mean, at least, like... Yeah, I have those not in that sh- bottom left gray, I think. Okay, so you don't have them in, like, Size pink 12, and... so they're, like, the boats. <laughs> you got Yoshi on the, like, front left. How much do you pay for these? She got them on sale. Of course she was she jealous. Did. I know. Wait, so you got the fuzzies, bro? Yeah. And with the gibbets upsell, they're goaded no, for the gibbets, upsell. Not giblets. So, yeah, five dollars <laughs> for a gibbet. <laughs> no, we were at the Crocs store, and you can get five for like two bucks each. Yeah, but you went into the Crocs store. Yeah, because like, okay, so the reason this is funny is because us, <laughs> our age, hated on Crocs pretty hard. Speak for yourself. No, there was a time where they were Come super on. cheesy. Everybody hated on Crocs for yeah. a while. Like, you wouldn't be caught dead in Crocs. No. But they're like, okay, so go to Crocs YouTube. I was doing some prep for this. And they so look, well, to start, go, we'll talk about the campaign that turned them around Crocs plus Justin Bieber. Yeah, I didn't. This was their big I don't campaign. Know if I've seen this. Yeah. I follow all this stuff, man. I've been following this for years. This is old. So this is Crocs, Justin Bieber. Drew and they sold out immediately, and this is what saved them out of like bankruptcy, from what I remember. Oh, it was like smiley face brand. Yeah, so like they did a second collab. Their first one though, everybody was like, "What the heck?" And when Justin wore them, that's when they went like viral, and everybody wanted mm-hmm. Crocs, which is to my I guess earlier point. Some celebrities got that juice. I want to say Ryan Gosling's in the same juice level as Justin Bieber. I'd say Justin Bieber's. Top, who's top three male influencers in the world right now, guys? Drake, Bieber, anyone bigger than those two? LeBron James, Tiger Woods. Yeah. They're not really influencers; they're athletes of that world. Peter, what do you think? Biggest male influencers? I don't know. Maybe the weekend. Yeah, but we we still don't always know what he looks like because he what he did Selena too, right? I feel like Rogan influences a lot of people. Oh, The Rock, Ronaldo, Messi, Bieber, Neymar, Hart. Okay, Chris Brown. Okay, there you go. Yeah. So Bieber's up there, right? So B, the, Crocs gets Bieber. So mm-hmm. first campaign, 
Let's do Croc's first campaign with Justin Bieber ad campaign. Let's see if we can find it because I want to show you all how they did it. Because I think from an advertising standpoint, how do you turn Crocs into Crocs have technically become cool. They were cool. Brady. I think their stock price and their sales says different. Yeah. They almost went out. They they were dying. Go let's go to that one. Let's do the second one. Let's do the second one. We'll just click there. All right. the first finance Oh. Oh, twenty twenty, yeah. Go to that one you just clicked on. That's my fault. Sorry. Forget the big iPhone reveal. It's the Justin Bieber Crocs there it that is. are blowing up in a certain demo. Yes. And that's no See? croc. What do we think? Is it real or is it cake? Eh, it's cake. This one is cake, oh, but God, the collab is very heart. real. In keeping with his yellow-centric clothing line, Bieber's yellow Crocs feature eight charms. You plug in the holes. Giblets. Justin's Crocs are as holy as his new single. Gibbets. Welcome to the Acrocalypse, Joe oh. Desquire. Oh, God. This is hurts. All right, let's pause. I'm going to lose it. It's painful. But it worked. I think that That's was the cool photo, photo I saw. Yeah, yeah. Right there. Soon. And it was just Crocs floating in the pool. That was how they launched it brilliant 1.4 million likes is just nuts yeah but they launched it with that photo if you can give us can we uh, un, can you move the thing off it so it shows or i think if you play it would be the cleanest way yeah cool so this will tell us there we go 14 percent. okay go back i want to see one real quick so we'll just fun so go back to that so i can see the post date so more this... earlier i want to see the the soon one I want to say it said October 1st. Okay. What's that? October 1st, 20. Does it say? 20, I think. So let's go to Croc stock price. Because this is a perfect case study in what influencer marketing can do, especially with what we've been talking about today. So go to um, Max, top uh, above under the chart. It says Max. The new HBO. Yeah. Dude. I mean, whoever did their CMO. That right there is your ultimate case study. Yeah. So essentially, they do the Justin Bieber campaign, and the stock goes from going bankrupt straight down to record heights. Well, when was the bankruptcy announcement? That was a while ago. I think uh, that it's got to be at the bottom. Go go to the stock prices. Essentially, you go to the right. Like, when see how it goes way down in 2020, right before the Justin Bieber campaign? Well, that was COVID. Everything oh, did that. Yeah, that's true. In March. Maybe over... Guys, I want to say it was when hospitals banned them. Hospitals banned them? Yeah. That was like a big moment. Hospitals, they like weren't... Well, were nurses footwear. all wearing them? Yeah. Okay, well, your wife's a nurse, so yeah. that makes sense. Okay, okay. So I think that's what got them in trouble, and then this was all a part of like the recovery plan. It's like, let's make them cool. Let's go mainstream. You can't wear them in hospitals. Let's get Bieber to wear them. Yeah. And it works. Let's go back to their ads now. We're kind of started this whole thing. And the reason I wanted to do this kind of history lesson of it all was Crocs leaned into it. <laughs> and that's what I love. It's like accepting your love for Crocs, putting, putting gibbets on, on your Crocs, <laughs> pairing gibbets and socks with your Crocs. <laughs> like, that's Brady. Like, this ad, if you yeah. saw this, would totally resonate with you. Right? Because you're their customer. Yeah, sport mode. Do you know what sport mode is? I think you... you, you because you usually keep them in front of your yeah, ankle. Yeah, you can have the strap up here. And that's casual mode. mode is when you lock in. Because <laughs> that went viral, right? Because somebody was like putting their Crocs in sport mode. Yeah. 
Yeah. And then, did you know Crocs has sneakers with the old, like, Microsoft Paint graphics and stuff? Very sneaky, very soft. Mom will approve. It's just, like, perfect branding. Like, leaning into it all the way. Mm-hmm. Now, G- B2B tech companies, how do you, like, how, how let's say directed. How would we lean into something like this? How, how does a brand lean into their, when everybody makes fun of them? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, because nobody else does this. I like, mean, Tim does it, I'd say, in his own way. Like, yeah, it's not does. done through this meme layout, but he yeah, makes true. fun of, like, sales CFOs, and marketing sales. talking to each other. And, hey, marketing, or you just launched this yesterday. Where's my sales? Yeah. So he does it. He does do it. I don't think we're, yeah, we're a little edgier, I guess. I know Dooley was big on memes, like sales memes. And they're like a sales enablement, Salesforce notes type tool. Okay. And so they just really lean into like the sales world and all the memes you can make being an AE and an SDR. But they're like leaning into it of like, you have to accept that you actually love your Crocs. Like they're really, like that's a whole other. Yeah, this is tied closer to the product than those examples. Like to me, this would be like Pepsi. If when everybody got pissed about, remember the Kendall Jenner ad? No. Okay, let me show you an example of someone who could have leaned into it to give you a real... Go, Kendall Jenner Pepsi ad. So this ad went viral for all the wrong reasons because people were, like, pissed. So, like, watch. You'll see. Because Pepsi solved all the world's problems. <laughs> it was, like, a social justice type ad. Mm-hmm. And, like, Pepsi solved racism. But everybody got pissed about it. Is that Kendall Jenner? Doesn't look anything like her. Might be AI. It does look a little off. Is this the song or is there ad? So at the very end, go to the very end for me. So you kind of see the ad, right? So here's Kendall now. That's Kendall, right? And then like Kendall, I still don't know what everybody got pissed off about this. I don't find anything. But my point is, is like everyone freaked out about this. Do you remember this? Okay, so everybody freaked out about, like, this Kendall Jenner Pepsi ad controversy. It was, like, a big deal. If you're Pepsi, I think you just, like, leaning into it would be just doing more Kendall Jenner ads, solving other problems. Yeah. That's kind of my point. It'd be like, then co- like have Kendall solve hunger, have Kendall solve, like, polio. Like, Kendall yeah. is, like, Kendall solves COVID. Like, remember when, like, all the celebrities did their song to, like, Solve COVID and everybody roasted him for it. No, okay, I follow everything too much, but essentially, I that's what Crocs is doing, is my point. Mm-hmm. Is like Pepsi would have had to be like, screw everybody, we're gonna have Kendall solve all the problems, yeah. And to me, that would have been like leaning into it. It's kind of like what I said about Bud Light. When we talked about it. it's like, okay, Bud Light, you want to do this, like, go all the way. 
And I think everybody will come around and accept it. It's when you kind of almost like if Crocs didn't embrace who they were mm-hmm. and have Justin Bieber wearing gibbets and then run these types of ads, I don't think they would have been as successful. Like, conversely, Payless. Like, Payless has never leaned into the fact that they're perceived as Payless. They keep trying to change the fact that they're perceived as Payless. Do you remember the ad we did on the show? Yeah. Where everybody goes... It's like a mock store. Correct. They try to change your... Like, most brands are trying to change your perception of them, while Crocs is entirely embracing your perception. And it's kind of like... um, It's like a brand doing... I don't think it's... Is it mit- what's the one where Adam Sandler pees his pants to be like the kid? Oh, all the Big co- Daddy. Yeah, you know he pees. Great his- movie. And then Adam Sandler's like all the only cool kids piss their pants, and then everybody in the class pees their pants. That's what Crocs is doing. Yes and no. I mean, getting oh, just- don't stand up for the Crocs. I'm right just now. saying, <laughs> getting Justin Bieber to do a line isn't really owning who you are as Crocs. That's kind of trying to redefine. Crocs. Right? No, I think changing the look of... He was wearing gibbets. Yeah. But you know what Crocs is saying is like, we're cool. Yeah, but I'm saying like, that was a but pretty pay- big moment to but, try to change. But everybody else does it like, pay less. They try to say like, we're just as good as these other designer brands. We just... It's kind of like our point with the, the shoe brands. Like, you and I won't buy a random shoe brand. Yeah. Unless they fully embraced being the random shoe brand. What I'm trying to say is Crocs is fully embracing the fact that they're Crocs. Mm-hmm. Nobody else does that. Like, give me an yeah. example of somebody fully embracing the fact that everybody hates on them and then they use that to their own success and their stock price goes up. Yeah, nothing like that. I mean, it kind of reminds me, to your point, around this commercial and what Pepsi could have done. I feel like fast food restaurant Twitter pages sometimes do this. Well, they talk crap on each other. They talk crap on each other, and then if something happens to them, they kind of own it on Twitter and make it funny and That's laugh true. with everyone, not just feel like everyone's laughing at them. But I've they seen don't it own there. the fact that they're like Wendy's doesn't own the fact that their cheeseburgers taste bad. They don't run like ads that are like yeah, like they're literally saying accepting your love for Crocs, putting gibbets on your Crocs, pairing gibbets and socks with like they're literally playing into the thing I would make fun of. They're saying is what makes them cool. And then, but then they did scale this, which is what I did want to give them credit for. So go back to YouTube and go to Crocs for me. So go to, I couldn't find it on YouTube. So it's like Crocs YouTube. Like, cause I couldn't, yeah, from searching Crocs on YouTube, I couldn't get to their account. But if you, that one right there, they've got an inf, a campaign with influencers. I've never, they have a campaign with every influencer. 7 Eleven, they've got influencers. I don't know who Daphne Growin. They got SZA though. SZA, Luke Combs, I've heard of, obviously. Everybody has a croc now, and it's worked. Is kind of my point, is they've somehow invaded influencers. It's crazy with the like CJ McCall. Like every influencer has done a campaign with Crocs at this mm-hmm. point. So to me, what's so cool about it is once they realized it worked for Justin, they scaled it like crazy. Yeah, but it's just wild to me. That they leaned into it that hard, and I was just so impressed with it because I think that takes a lot of confidence to say we're gonna accept the fact that everybody makes fun of us, and we're gonna make making fun of Crocs like it's we're gonna make it cool. Yeah, I, I do. They make fun of themselves though in those ads. 
I or make themselves trendy. I think they own who they are and make that trendy. Yeah. But wearing socks with sandals has universally been like made fun of. Like only Europeans wear socks with sandals is kind of the joke. Yeah. Like you can always socks tell. and Crocs is different though. This is kind of my point to you right now. That you're you're literally proving my point. Is they're getting their fans <laughs> to say that Crocs with socks is different and they're running ads that say that. Yeah. But universally, you can always tell, like, when you know when we go to the beach, you can always tell someone's not from here in, like, two seconds. Like, I used to make fun of Chip all the time because I could always tell. You always tell someone's from Arizona because they're wearing, like, the baggy gym shorts and, like, the slides, but not the flip-flops, but the slides. I was like, bro, we got to get you some California beach gear, bro. Like, you're wearing your Arizona pool gear. We got to get you some California beach gear. That was what it was in college. Mm-hmm. Like, when you're wearing, like, the rubber slides and the basketball shorts, it was like, oh, well, you're not from California. That Crocs was definitely not cool in college, Brady. Maybe we're different, man. My other outside <laughs> shoes in the garage are Adidas Crocs. slides. <laughs> Costco, 13 bucks. I love bucks. my slides, by the way. I wear slides every time. Because in soccer, that's huge. Yeah. Like, in sports, I know what you're saying. Go on the beach, socks and slides. Yeah. I'd... But that's what all the soccer, like sports guys, like basketball players stuff. Yeah. Everybody in sports, what we do is we take off our shoes wherever we're training in. We don't take off our socks and we just put the slides on yeah. top. So that's what we do as athletes. But as an athlete, you wouldn't be caught dead in your Crocs. You'd get roasted in the locker room. Mm-hmm. Like, you just would. Like, that was what it was back then. And now, it's cool. Yeah. They got the Gen Zers to be like, Crocs are cool. That's impressive. It especially, is. I, that's Especially the fact that they almost went bankrupt. They were not cool, Brady, when we were like, in college. They knew how to work under pressure. Okay. Scarlett, were Crocs ever cool when you were in high school, college, or did everybody make fun of you for our Crocs? No, my dad one year bought all of us Crocs underneath the tree without, like, my mom knowing for Christmas. Okay. And my mom returned all of them the next day. She goes, no, you guys aren't wearing those. That is kind of what I've been trying to explain. Is like, Crocs went from being that to somehow getting Justin Bieber. Imagine trying to convince Justin Bieber to wear your shoes. It wasn't like Crocs were cool before Justin wore them. I mean... I wore them in 2013. <laughs> that was pretty big on Instagram. By posting Justin Bieber content. <laughs> oh, man. Well, shout out to Crocs. Just changing the game. This whole Crocs wasn't cool thing. I'm just not. <laughs> you're not gonna, I'm not tracking. because You're not tracking. <laughs> I wore them in college. What do you mean they weren't cool in college? Peter, were, were Crocs ever cool, man? When you were uh, in college? No, not when I was in college. <laughs> I mean, but, but I have a pair of them now. Yeah? Okay. Nice. See? But they made it be from like you had to be a closet lover of Crocs to that you could be a public lover of Crocs and you'd have a tribe. Right? And I think that's what's so cool about what Crocs did is they literally, I would call it like tribe-based advertising. Definitely. Where, like if you wear Crocs, you stand up for your Crocs. Like you ain't talking bad about my Crocs. I mean, this would, half the show's been that. And I, like, I think that's kind of what they're so amazing about what they did in their branding. Yep. Is like they did go mainstream somehow when they were not mainstream for a long mm-hmm. time. And that's really impressive. So shout out Crocs. Always been killing it. <laughs> Always been killing it. It's kind of like our influencer episode, it feels like. Yeah. But, wow. I don't think AI is going to change the world. But, well, actually, I do think AI is going to change the world. But I don't think it's going to replace influencers entirely but i do mm-hmm. think it's going to replace the less relevant photo shoot influencer campaign definitely and that's going to be gone 
and not even models just display ads motion gra- i just saw a motion graphic instagram ad for ai yeah and it's better than even canva where it still takes some manual labor you yep. just drop in assets and it does crazy motion graphics so it's gonna change everything so what a show thanks to everybody for tuning in like subscribe leave five stars let us know your comments i think this is my favorite show ever on the show that yeah, was fun. My best episode. I feel like we had a ton of fun today. Yeah. It's my favorite episode. I'm going to wear my Crocs next week. You have to wear your Crocs next week. I got to wear them next week. All right. See y'all next week. Later, right. everybody. See ya.